Welcome, everyone, to Sidequest Guys, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dallin, joined by my friend, Cody. What's up? I am doing well. How about you, Cody? Uh, super well. You might notice Dallin's voice is really low, uh, and mine too, actually. We both have the same thing where we're kind of isolated in the mornings here. Yeah. I work from home all the time. He works from home some of the time, which makes for just not really talking to anyone. So. Yeah, I... I work mostly by myself and occasionally I interact with people. And when I do, I talk for like a half hour and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> voice is really shot. Whoa, whoa. I, haven't, I haven't done anything. I, I forget that talking in my head is not the same as actually talking. And so you, I'm not used to using my voice on a daily basis. So I'm, my, voice is kinda, my voice is kind of shot. So that, that that's my reason why it's like i talk all the time now that uh, sending messages to cody on facebook and talking <laughs> in my head are not the same as using my throat we have a meme group chat and that's pretty much it that's, like, that's, that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty much it so yeah this is our second episode and uh we're really excited to keep going cody's got a, a lot of fun stories for us we've got some personal stories to share and hopefully, if you watch more of us, that means we're talking more so that when we actually do this, we're not going to sound like... <laughs> yeah, our voices are like... We're, we're going to sound like smokers, yeah. Welcome to the Sidequist Guys podcast. Welcome to Sidequist Guys, the podcast. Yeah, at that point, it just, sound, it, it, just, it just sounds like we are mafia members with like cigars, like, yo, man. Yo, man. Yo, man. <laughs> yo, man. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're going to talk about a bunch of weird news. We're going to play two truths and a lie. That's going to be great. We're going to talk about some embarrassing experiences, which who doesn't love that? I don't. I know. I don't love. I don't love. Hey, everyone, let's hear about our most embarrassing experience. Let's deep dive to our souls. here. Each week we pick three weird news stories. It could be anything, just anything that sounds interesting. And Dallin's going to pick one and we're going to dive into it and then go more in depth. Yeah, this is hard though. You're telling me about a hundred monkeys that escaped or a meth addict squirrel <laughs> that defends his hillbilly home. It's just like, ooh. Well, I've got three really good ones for you this time too. Um, I think I know which one you'll pick. Okay, here are the three headlines this time. New Jersey music professor finds his zen jamming with cicadas. What? <laughs> okay, next one is overdue book returned to Montclair Library after 43 years. That sounds like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> it really does. All right, and our third headline is men suspected of pretending dead body was still alive in order to steal pension. Okay. <laughs> it's like Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> oh, gosh. I work hard to make sure they're all, they're hard. It's they hard are, to they are really good. I want to do the music one because we're both, at least we grew up doing music stuff. But I re also really want to do the book one because I'm curious what the book is. Uh, we'll, we'll go back and we'll look at the book. But the reason I need you to choose the cicadas one is because I'm going to introduce this to you. I'm going to put this in the group chat, a photo, the photo that's with the article. And it's maybe the greatest picture ever taken. Are you ready for this? Are you looking at the group chat? Mm, I'm ready. Boom. That can't be real. That looks like Will Ferrell in one of his new movies. <laughs> that's so no, that's, that's not just, real. This is a re this is a real picture. For anyone that's listening, this is a dude that looks like Will Ferrell in like a '70s like long sleeve button up shirt. He's got sunglasses. He's playing the saxophone. He's like bent over mid jam. 
And his back is covered in cicadas. How? Why are they on his back? Like, does he have some pheromone that they're like, ooh? It's a band. Okay, so I'm going to read you the article now. Playing along with these guys is like joining into a fantastic trove with millions of singers. This is the thought buzzing around the head of David Rothenberg, a professor at the New Jersey Institute of Technology in Newark, as he prepares for a jam session that only comes once every 17 years. The return of the brood ex cicadas. As billions of East, great eastern brood cicadas emerge on the East Coast this summer after spending nearly two decades underground, Rothenberg has been practicing his clarinet chops for the moment that the insects arrive. Oh, gosh. Rothenberg, who teaches music and philosophy at NJIT, is nuts about cicadas, and it shows. Yes, it certainly does. That's 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 something that like people wouldn't even do on Fear Factor. Like, and this guy is just like jump on my back while I play, bro. Like, geez. Like, but it's seriously, when you sent me that picture, I was like, this is just a picture of Will Ferrell. It literally looks like Will Ferrell in a movie. It literally, literally does. Okay. Uh, once you hear the sounds of nature as music, it becomes ever more beautiful and alive. Recently, Rothenberg, who penned an ode to cicadas in the, the, in the New York Times and wrote a book on the experience, Bug Music, How Insects Gave Us Rhythm and Noise, he embarked on a journey to Princeton. There, he spends to, plans to spend a few weeks playing with cicadas alongside other musicians who have caught the bug, literally. Bug music? So he he pretty much has a freaking album of of bug music. Um, he's is this meant for bugs? Like it's not for bugs. <laughs> like you just play it out on your patio, and like all the bugs just get to enjoy the music. I like the idea that it's like it's like bug jazz. Bug like, jazz. It, 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 it appeals to bugs. <laughs> I'll include. Uh, I don't want to use his music without permission, so I'm gonna include a link to the song in the description. Can you here. do like a short snippet? Like, uh, let me. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'll do a like, tiny. Like just, just a tiny snippet. Here we go. Here's a little bit. I like to make music with 17 years cicadas. <laughs> I think the, I think that my favorite part about this, you didn't see the video, which is no, I didn't, I didn't see the video. And he's like, while he's playing, he's like shaking off his arms, like he's like he doesn't want them on him, but he's like, it's which it's the price you got to pay for cicada jazz. <laughs> I make seventeen-year-old cicadas. I like to make music. It, that this literally could be like an, a Will Ferrell SNL character, like with no joke. Wow, <laughs> that was one of the weirdest things I was trying to comprehend in my mind when I was listening to. So I'm because you're nice. I'm going to give you the title and some a little more info on the library book that was forty-three years late. Yeah, I'm curious what book this individual held on to for 43 years um the montclair public library in new jersey new jersey again what the heck? it's new jersey anyone on the east coast special big it's jersey so uh the book is paddington abroad by michael bond it's one of those paddington books sure. um, and there's they included a note that says my apologies for the late return i guess it's better late than not returning it at all <laughs> oh my kind of Although it's a kind of a completely different yeah, is, system. Isn't and, there um, like a fee now? No, they, they said, good thing we're fine free. So a lot of current libraries have gone fine free. So that's good. But yeah, it's just so you know, Paddington abroad. He certainly has been abroad, hasn't he? 
So that's our weird news segment. As always, if you find any weird news or strange stuff that you want us to talk about, current events, stuff like that, send a link to us. We are available at sidequestguys at gmail.com. We will check it out. And if you want to steal a library book, do it in Jersey, apparently. They don't care. Yeah, they fine free. Don't. They're fine free. That is not the lesson we should take from this. Libraries are treasured institutions. No, my mom will um, take me out of the will after hearing that. Oh, I failed my son. <laughs> Your mom does not sound like that. <laughs> no, she, I don't know why it is when it's like, when I do parents, I'd always just make them sound old and angry every time. He does. He does do that. When he, when he does like a parent voice. Pa- parent voice is always old and angry. And it's like, ah, oh, they don't sound like that. When I was your age, yeah. <laughs> iPads didn't exist. I think it's funny that when we're old, we're going to be doing the same thing, but it's going to sound more like. We only had dial up internet. We only had one family computer, and I had to do my research when everyone was off of it. That's 100% true. That's Back in my day, we had good content like Logan Paul. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. To be, uh, no, do you want to hear the scary thing? The very scary future that what if he, in the future, content is so bad that... He's going he's gonna to run for president at this point. Oh, boy. Let's not even go there. That's, the, that's a terrifying reality I do not want to explore. All right, weird stories around the world are done. Now, a little more close to home. These are most embarrassing school experiences. So these, oh gosh, I don't know why we thought this would be a fun idea, but hey, viewers, random people, let me tell you something that happened to me in school. Um, mine Mine isn't very long and it's not, I mean, it's not that embarrassing. I have two short ones. So yeah, we've got a couple personally, and then we'll we have a mutual one that's not really embarrassing, but still makes us chuckle to this day. All right. So in my mine was actually uh, it wasn't like young. I wasn't that young. I was in community college, so I was like maybe twenty two ish. I was just walking around. So I I took a bunch of music production classes, and I was very uh, I was there all in the in their music kind of arts and music campus constantly because I was always doing those classes. One time I was walking around there and there was a, there was this couple that was like in the main like area. Like there was, it's like a big, like atrium kind of like big stairs that go down. It's like, sure. but it's all open. It's not like, sure. you know, it's multiple floors, but they're all, it's all just one big room. Uh, and they were just screaming like top of their lungs, absolutely freaking out at each other. And I was like, what is going on? And so I kind of go over there and kind of am looking from far away and like, to the point where I'm kind of worried that they're going to like hit each other. Like they're getting like really, really furious. And so I'm kind of like, Oh boy. And there kind of wasn't anyone else around like in the main area. So I was kind of like, I think I need to do something. Like I'm, I don't want anyone to get hurt. So I kind of go over there and I'm like, Hey, 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 Whoa, 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 Whoa. And I don't remember anything they were saying, but they were like screaming top of their lungs screaming. And I was like, Hey, is everything okay? Like what's going on? And (laughs) And then the girl just goes, we're th- rehearsing a scene. It's we're, we're theater students. <laughs> I was, after a while you talking about, it, I'm like, oh, what if they're, <laughs> what if it's intentional? They're practicing. So, uh, I was like, she's like, yeah, this is a scene. It's like a contemporary like piece, whatever. Was she hot? Uh, I don't remember actually. Um, then, but she was, then she wasn't. If you don't remember, then they weren't. <laughs> That is a true gaze into the male brain, isn't it? Um, but 
but basically i i said well done because i completely i 100 percent believed that well i mean if you walk into a building and you see people just screaming no context i i mean i get it, I get it. well and, and then retrospect like i kind of was like oh like they were holding papers like which were obviously scripts you know i can't afford to pay for the bill frank <laughs> But it was in in the moment, it didn't really occur to me that they were scripts. But then as I look back, I was like, oh, obviously. And they were right next to like the theater section. I just, it was so convincing. Well, note to self, people screaming at Salt Lake Community College is just a normal thing. And frankly, they don't even have to be rehearsing. If, you, if you've ever met a theater kid, they probably don't have to be uh, rehearsing a scene to be. I mean, most of the theater kids we dealt with in high school were just like laying on each other in the middle of the hallway during lunch. So you just didn't bother. That is a strongly theater kid attitude, for sure. Yeah, you just didn't bother them. You literally would just step over them in the hallway. So <laughs> they're kind of like they're kind of like lions that are full. They've just eaten. Like they're dangerous. Don't get me wrong. They're dangerous. But as long as you kind of understand what you're dealing with, like you're you're good. You don't you don't have to worry. Well, which is funny because you and I did musical theater together. <laughs> I know we. We were kind of musical theater kids, which in, in our high school was not quite as... And that's the thing. When people get to know me, they're like, oh, you're super animated and charismatic. You must have done theater in school. And I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> because in my brain was always just like all the theater kids lounging about, laying on each other there. I mean, like, here's the thing. No offense to any of you that did theater, but like, you're just, they were just a different breed. It's not the people that did theater, Dallin. It's the people that that was their focus like that was their thing was theater and that, and that's the thing like musical theater was different like we were choir kids that just at least in our school yeah yeah at, at least in our school we were choir kids that did musicals but you know they were the you know more serious shakespearean so i had to explain like yeah yes but like i wasn't in theater i was in musical theater it's completely different <laughs> To everyone outside it, it's probably not any different, to be honest. No, but. it's not. But anyone that, anyone that went to our school, they'd just be like, yeah, you're weird anyways. Well, that's actually a good bridge into our mutual story. Before we get into my personal ones, why don't we do a mutual? Well, we already were talking about us in school together. Yeah, so we're in not? school together. Cody and I had quite a few classes together. Cody and I had, a, it's not, it wasn't history, what was it? Uh, it was some kind of government class. It was some kind of government class. So we had this class... So we had, how many periods were there in a day? Was uh, there... Four. So it was, it was like four, four of one class one day, and then the next day it was four of the other classes. Jeez. So how this day went for us, I don't remember if it was A or B day, but we had like three classes and then lunch and then our final class. So on this day with government, it was our third class. So it was near the end of the day. Cody and I would always be like, Kind of just, you know, you, you got you got to go. You got to go. We've had a full day of classes. <laughs> so there was a bathroom right across from this teacher's um, room. And, you know, if you're a man, you kind of just understand the the, the urinal rule, right? The There's urinal code. The urinal it's code. Universal. Yeah, you just, and anyone that breaks it intentionally is a horrible person. Well, just for the ladies listening, let's briefly explain the urinal code. Let's say you've got four urinals. Okay. One is directly adjacent to a stall. One is directly adjacent to a wall. Urinal one is next to the stall. Then two and three and then four is the one next to the wall. If you are the first one in the bathroom, which urinal do you go to first? Go to the wall, man. Number four. Every time, right? 
if you're the second one in the bathroom and urinal force taken, where do you go? You go to the stall one. You go to the opposite direction. You go to the opposite end. You go to number you, one. You, <laughs> you keep a space. You keep a urinal between. Or you go to the opposite end if it's available. The important thing I think we should note here is the main the main rule is you want to be as far away from the other person as possible. Yes, there's space. But with the caveat that if there isn't a way to do that, then you at least have to have one urinal or you wait or you go in the stall. That's it. If, That's if, the rules. No one has ever laid them out. That's just how they are. It's just a natural instinct. So that's setting the scene. And keep in mind, this is not a massive bathroom. There's only a no. handful of urinals here. So like four or five, maybe four or five, but enough that you could space it out if needs be. So Cody and I would always go to the bathroom before this class. I kid you not. Every time we went to the bathroom, just pretty much every time before this class, the teacher of that specific class would walk in, come right in between the stall of us, like broke the code, comes right in between the middle, looks at us directly. Guys, how are you doing today? And we're just like... We're fine. See you in two minutes. How awkward is that? Like every time, it's like he, he it's like he knew we'd be there, so he'd come himself. <laughs> we should also mention he had nicknames for people, not in like a fun way, in like a weird way. <laughs> yeah, no, like he actually had gone through most of my siblings at school. So by the time he got to me, he didn't even care. He just called me Zebra Zog. It's just letter Z. Okay, sure. Yeah, and I was Crab Apple again. Not creative. So. Yeah, that was almost every day that we had that <laughs> I class. I forgot about that. Without fail. He also had a, another thing I distinctly remember about him is he had this teeny tiny backpack. Like, it wasn't like a regular man-sized backpack. It was like a kid's backpack. Do you remember that? All I remember is he had his own bathroom for teachers, and he shouldn't have been with us. But you know what? It was right across the hall. I get it. It's just don't talk to the kids, man. No, he, that's the thing. At some point, it was planned. It's like, oh, they're down to Cody and going to go pee. Let's go join them. For... Gotta say hi to my buddies. I hope he doesn't listen to this and be like, wow. Yeah, he's going to listen to this. He, th that teacher is going to go, oh, side quest guys, the podcast. I mean, he knows us and he's friends with us on Facebook. So. He's not friends with me on Facebook, weirdo. So that was our mutual one. And uh, I've got two short ones. Oh, I can't wait for these. I don't know what these are. So these are personal. All right. So this is 10th grade. And this is when you're, I don't remember which test it was. It was one of the many random tests that wasn't specific to a class. It was just a, it was just a generic test that you took to understand your experience as a whole for school. So I don't kind of like SAT type thing, something like that, but not to the same extent. So I'm taking it. You're in a random classroom with random people and I got a fart. I got to release some stress and you're just sitting there like you got your number two pencil and you're just, you're just like, oh. was this like a, were you worried about it? Could it be something else or was it mostly? Just it, well, I wasn't, I knew there wasn't going to be, you know, a little nugget left behind. You know, I wasn't leaving, I wasn't leaving any presents behind. I couldn't tell if it was going to be a silent, but deadly or just like, boom, let's go. Well, in that situation, that's dangerous. It's dangerous. So, you hold it in as long as you can. You just suck it into your stomach and your stomach's just like, what are you doing? Get it out. Reverse wind tunnel in there. So you're just sitting there and you're just holding it as long as you can. And so I can't help it, but I got to make it silent at least. The problem was I turned it into more one of those squeakers. 
But the problem is because this test is one of those that is so important, it's dead silent. It is dead. <laughs> you, you can't even hear people putting in their answers. So all of a sudden they hear the, you know, one of those, one of those, the fun farts. It was, it ended up becoming the fun part and everyone stopped and just looked at me. And they knew like, they knew it was you for sure. They knew. I tried to be like, huh? <laughs> it was so distinct. Everyone looked at me and I'm just like, see, <laughs> oh, see what's the pythagorean theorem it's uh yeah it, i tried so hard to play it off but i was bright beat red everyone just looked at me everyone knew and chuckled and the teacher's like <laughs> back to the test so that was awkward um and then another one was this this wasn't directly at school but school related because it was the end of the year for sixth grade and one of our good friends that we'd known all through elementary school was moving actually. So it was kind of like a celebrating leaving elementary school, going into middle school, but also celebrating her and, and you know, saying bye to her, you know, kind of so kind of a two-way celebration. Well, she had a pool. And so everybody from sixth grade was there. Also, with that, a lot of parents were there to help supervise and run everything. You go, you swim, you come out, you eat snacks, go back in, back and forth, snacks, swimming. Until you pass out. Until you pass out. That's how it works. So I was, you know, you just swim in it, you know. If you're a man, you completely understand what happens when you go in the pool. You know, any of you that saw the Seinfeld episode, I was in the pool! You just understand what happens. If you don't, let's just say men get a little shy. Well, my friends have the bright idea to pants me in front of most everyone in the sixth grade and their parents. Oh my gosh. So I had just come out of the pool. I'm walking over to get some more snacks and bam, all of a sudden I'm like, it's real breezy right now. Oh my gosh. That's like borderline traumatizing. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And see, and, and all these people to see like Dallin's playing hide and go seek in the breeze. And, uh, that's like not embarrassing school moments ever. That's like most embarrassing anything moments ever. Yeah, on, it is one of my most dramatic. <laughs> Let's just say that day haunted me all the way to high school. To this day, that Seinfeld episode with George in the pool, <laughs> I understand very well. It resonates well with me. So that's one of my most embarrassing. I'm farting in tests and I'm pantsless at pool parties. Dude, mine wasn't even that embarrassing. I feel like I feel like I should bring it next time because that was not even anything. Yeah, bring it next time. Bring the heat. <laughs> if you've got any embarrassing moments you want to share, uh, we're also going to take some listener submissions and talk about those every once in a while. So go ahead and send those in. Let's do school ones. You can even record it and send it in to us as a segment. You can email us at sidequestguys at gmail.com. You know what's going to happen? We're going to get a recording from our teacher, big boys. I'm disappointed in you that you would bring <laughs> that up for the world to hear. If we do, we're going to play it on here. Okay, now that we've shared some personal stuff, let's get into some less personal stuff. Do we're going to play a game. We're going to test Dallin's intelligence and fact-checking abilities. We are playing two truths and a lie. So I've got three facts here. Well, two facts. One of them is actually false. And Dallin's job is to figure out which one is actually the false one. So I'm going to read you these three. And then I've got a little more information on the true ones once we're through. Fact number one. Splenda was invented originally to be an insecticide. Okay. Then second one. 
DC Comics was once sued for allegedly basing Poison Ivy on a Marvel executive's wife. I don't doubt that. Okay. And then number three, the U.S. Air Force once lost a nuke in the United States, in the mainland United States. Crap, they all sound true. That's the problem. They're all outlandish, but that's what makes them sound so true. (laughs) So I actually, I pulled these facts from this book called uh, 1,339 Quite Interesting Facts. It's one of my favorite little nuggets ever. It'll last us for a while then. It will. That We've plenty. But one of those I actually made up. One of these is not true. So which one do you think is the one that is not true? It's really hard because I could, I could believe every one of those. They also all sound fake. So which one is it? Which one is the falsehood? There's only one. I'm just going to say this one because I'm hoping it didn't happen, even though I could clearly see it because our government's, <laughs> you know, laughable. But let's just go with the nuke. The nuclear bomb is actually true that actually <laughs> happened it was a hydrogen bomb in 1958 it was somewhere in georgia and to this day it still has never been found they still haven't found it in georgia geez how many bombs have we lost there's been multiple actually oh geez i just i just i just didn't think a nuclear bomb would somehow end up going missing like i could see other weapons but like a nuclear bomb that's why it was hard for me because like <laughs> they have to keep track of nuclear weapons Okay, so that's you got that one wrong. So it's it's, so, it's Splenda, isn't it? It's Splenda. It is not Splenda. <laughs> Dang it! The, the DC one was just, the DC one was was fake. I made that up. It just sounded too good to be <laughs> to be fake. Yep, Splenda. Well, and the the story is actually really funny. According to this book, it says Splenda was an insecticide that became a sweetener when an assistant misheard an order to test it as taste it. Uh-huh. Interesting. So that's that's our two truths and a lie. I again, I know I made this one really hard. That was and it, hard because I thought that would be extra funny if something like that happened. So honestly, back in the day when the original comics were being made, something weird like that probably happened though. So it's not. Well, it was they were like DC versus Marvel was like nuts back in the day. They were like constantly. Oh, it was stealing it was, ideas. It was personal. Stealing artists. It was and, personal. Yeah. You thought the Civil War was bad? DC versus <laughs> Marvel was. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure the Civil War is a little worse. I know. I, I, I know it was. <laughs> well, that's two truths and a lie. That's two truths and a lie. Well, and that's also our show. That is. Today. Yeah. This is a. This is a. This is a good one. It's, it's it was jam packed. It was good. And the problem was, it took us forever to record because of internet issues. So yeah. Hopefully, someday we can just do this in the same room in like a set or something like that. Oh, easily. You know, that'd be great. But yeah, that's our that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. We will have a highlighted section of this on YouTube. Just to enjoy a quick little snippet. And then the full version will be on any podcast app. Our normal thing is YouTube. Yeah. So go check out our YouTube channel. We're SideQuest guys on YouTube. You can subscribe there for kind of... Uh, we'll have snippets from the podcast, but we'll also have like... We make videos about trying new things and things like that. So check that out. But if you're watching this on YouTube, check out the full-length podcast. All right. Keep your urinals at a distance and uh, stay safe. (laughs) And watch out for theater kids. Watch out for theater. Nah, you can't watch out for them. You'll be stepping over them. It's when you go to the zoo because you're super excited to see all the cheetahs. And then you you go over like, I want to see the cheetahs running around. And they're literally just laying all of each other on each other yawning. That's exactly what they look like. Yeah. 
Make sure to reach out sidequestguys at gmail.com if you have any suggestions, you have any segments you'd like us to talk about, you have any weird school stories or weird news stories that you'd like us to check out, or if you just want us to drop us a line. True story. I was a kid. I'm like, Mom, let's go see the cheetahs. We walk halfway across the zoo just to go see them laying on each other and yawning. Dude, what do you expect? They're going to be on a treadmill? Hey, the monkeys are up and about throwing poo at everybody. Like, you see the cheetahs on the Discovery Channel running, you expect <laughs> to see them running. Well, yeah, because on the Discovery Channel, they're, like, finding them in their natural habitat and they're hunting. I was, like, seven! Uh, it's naive, and even though you're seven, you should feel bad.